Thanks for your time, Valerie. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. What's on top of your mind these days? Sure. Well, I think the biggest thing on my mind is, I think something that's on everyone's mind, which is just the economy, inflation, especially around the holidays. You know, I want to buy people gifts. I'll be traveling. So I think just a lot of the finances that go into that are big on my mind right now. Are you the type of saver that saves up for holiday spending before or sort of come what may? I try to. I think I'm more of the buy gifts throughout the year kind of person than like save. If I see something that someone likes, I will I'll have my little spend money budgeted for the week and that might go into my spend budget like months in advance. Travel wise or, you know, that kind of expense, I do try to save up. I do find that I often have a bigger credit card bill than I'd like to around now, but I try to save. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Um, can we also be like closer friends? I I, I love the fact <laughs> that you're saving up because uh, that means you're really thinking about them like throughout the year. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. Is that based on tradition or is that just something that you picked up? I think it's something that I picked up because I love shopping. <laughs> um, I love shopping, but I live in an apartment, so I don't have a lot of room for things. So I get excited. I'm like, oh, this person would love that. So I get excited to buy it. And it's like October or like August. <laughs> I'm like, this is a Christmas gift. <laughs> That's awesome. And how, how do you balance that in terms of the joy of shopping for your friends, et cetera, and still wanting to meet your financial goals? Uh, I, I know we talked about potentially starting to look at home buying, et cetera. Yep. Yeah, I think that really is the hard part. I do try and like temper my expectations a little bit. I might see something I really like for my best friend, but it's like $200. Mm-hmm. As much as I'd like to buy that for her, I can't afford that in a week, you know? So like maybe I'll keep it in mind and save up for it if it's, if it's that kind of thing. But I think, yeah, a big part of it is trying to be realistic with my expectations. And I do, like we talked about dynamic budgeting. So for example, if I do see something that's $200 for my friend, and maybe that's my entire spend budget for the week, but it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity and I really want to get it for her. So like I'll buy it, but then maybe the next week I have to budget a little more into spend to make up for it and maybe not put anything into long-term savings for that week and then try to even it back out. As time goes on. I think another thing that I will do too, I am pretty good, not good for the most part about paying off my credit card every month, at least mostly, <laughs> at least the minimum payment, if not fully down. And so if I do see something that I really like, and I don't want to necessarily put out the cash for it, and I can afford to, I'll put it on my credit card and then just try to be extra careful with my credit card for the rest of the week or the rest of the month. Gotcha. How do you track so that it doesn't go over? I have PNC's virtual wallet. So it kind of tracks it for me. But honestly, with the credit card, I kind of just try and not use it unless I really need to. Because I find that when I do use it a lot, that's when I get into not trouble, but like that's when I have a harder time paying off the bill because I don't pay as much attention to that as I do with like my cash or my debit card spending. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I just kind of try. It's kind of like my emergency card, but not necessarily always emergencies. What do you think is the difference in mindset between cash, debit, and credit card? I think cash, I really only take out a set amount every week. So that's that's pretty easy in that like I know what I have out and it's for specific things. Like I take tennis lessons and I have to pay for that in cash. So like the cash comes out, it's for that and it's left alone. The debit and the credit card, I think the difference is that for the debit, I start with an amount and that's how much I have. So it's gonna it's heading down to zero. Whereas the credit card is just can keep adding. Like there's no, I mean, there's a limit, of course, but it's a lot harder to see 
Like you're not going to run out of money spending on your credit card, or at least not immediately. Do you think once you become more confident with your budget, there might be a point where you're able to apply your discipline from cash and debit card to a credit card? Yeah, I would like to. I think I've gotten a little better with it. But yeah, I would like to do that. That's awesome. I love the strategies that you've already implemented. Know yourself first is, is the first part. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you're expanding from it. That's that's awesome. Thank you. Cool. Do you have an experience where you felt the credit card spending went out of hand? Is the hesitancy coming from experience? I guess a little bit. I mean, it's never been out of hand to the point where it was like an actual issue, mm. but it's been... It's gone out of hand to the point where like there was a month where I had hoped to start some like fun projects that month, but obviously like that would cost a little extra money. So I had tried to budget a little extra spending each week and save it up. But when I looked at my credit card, I was like, Ooh, that's a little higher than I'd like it to be. I want to pay a lot of that off this month. And so there went the budget for the fun stuff, you know? So like, I've never been in actual trouble, but it gets to a point where like it might take away something else that I wanted to do because I'd rather pay that off and not be in credit card debt. Yeah. So it's, it's been, I've had that happen once or twice. It's still admirable that you're, you're, you know, keeping an eye on it so that it doesn't get out of hand because oof, credit yeah, card. Yeah, that scares me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I thought that was also interesting in terms of how inflation is changing your behavior. Yeah. Are you, are you feeling inflation these days? Yes. Actually, I was explaining, I forget who I was telling. I was on the phone with my parents and I was talking about my credit card bill. And I was like, you know, I don't feel like I changed my life this month. Like I haven't gone out to eat more. This was a few months ago. I, I haven't changed anything. I'm not going, you know, to the mall, going shopping or anything. All of a sudden my credit card bill is like $300 higher than it usually is in a month. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm checking. There's no fraudulent charges. My parents were like, yeah, prices are higher. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I knew that, but I kind of didn't apply it to myself. And then I'm looking at my bills like, whoa. So yeah, I'm definitely feeling it now. I've adjusted for it. Like now I know, but at first when I like knew, but didn't really think about it. Yeah. It was, it was an issue. It wasn't sort of like a gradual increase. No, <laughs> It's like out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I remember specifically, I normally, if I buy coffee, coffee grounds, I'll go to like the coffee shop near me. So it's a little more expensive and that's fine. But the one time I, I used to pick it up at the grocery store occasionally, and it was like $6. I would buy the cheapest one because I just needed coffee. And I went to buy the same one and it was like 10 or $11. I was so confused. It's yeah. definitely among us. Yeah. Yeah. How's the journey towards home ownership going? It's definitely slow, but I, I'm kind of keeping it slow on purpose with, you know, the interest rate increase and I don't need a home immediately. So I figure I don't have to rush too, too much. And I'm trying to wait and see what happens. But um, the biggest and best advice that I've gotten from anyone about it is to get pre-approved for a mortgage. I didn't really fully understand what that meant. I thought like, okay, if I get pre-approved, I need to immediately like have a place that I want to buy and like get on it. And so I put it off because I hadn't picked a particular place. I know kind of where I want to go, kind of what I want to spend, kind of what I want to borrow. But I was putting it off because A, I didn't know anybody who had done that. And B, I, I didn't really fully understand what I had to do. But now I have put in my application for it and I'm like, whew, that's one less thing. So if tomorrow <laughs> something at a good price pops up, I'm like, oh, okay, I can like actually jump on that now. So yeah, that's definitely been a plus. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. You also mentioned about salaries 
something that you're thinking about? Yeah. Are you thinking just in terms of your current role or are you thinking about in terms of future roles? Um, I would say both. The difference being that like I've been in my current role for about two and a half years now. So there's also like that experience bit that plays into asking for raises or like yearly bonus. Whereas like future roles, they'll be new. So maybe I don't know what salary to expect necessarily. I think I'll definitely try looking into that more before I'm to like move into a new position. My job now is not my first job out of college, but the job I worked before I was an intern prior. So I just kept the same salary. So this is my first like new position afterwards. So I didn't really know, you know, I didn't know much about like negotiating a salary or looking or understanding what a salary means or like all that kind of thing. So I think that's something I'll be looking into for new roles more. There's also that inflation bit too. Like I don't, it's so hard to tell necessarily if like a salary is already adjusted for that, or like, are you giving me what I would have expected for this position maybe two years ago? Is it reasonable for me to ask for more than that based on like where the economy's at? That's a really good point. I I haven't actually considered inflation into the salary yet. That's a really, really good point. Yeah, because it's odd. Like I I assume it's probably all over the place. Like I'm sure some places have adjusted and I'm sure others haven't. And uh, you know, it's it's so hard to tell. It's also interesting because especially in the tech sector that we're in, we're seeing a lot of layoffs at the same time. And the companies being very attuned to cost saving measures. So yes. how do you balance between those two? Yeah, well, I think that's the other interesting thing too, is like, I, I wonder how much of that is based on the industry, like tech, obviously, like you said, is having layoffs and all that. So I wouldn't really expect salaries to be much adjusted upwards. Whereas like, I wonder if there's other sectors that are actively adjusting for that. Maybe they're doing better right now. I mean, I don't know. I don't think anybody's doing great in this economy, but you know. Do you think... Sort of looking back, are there anything about salary negotiation that you would tell your younger self to look out for? Not necessarily to look out for, but I think not being afraid to ask why. I had one position where when I was offered the position, they told me a a one number as a minimum. And I was like, okay, like that sounds reasonable. You know, I don't really know, but okay. And then when I, I got the actual offer, the dollars were lower, but I kind of, didn't think to ask why I kind of just like let it be because it was something, you know, um, and it was like something, an opportunity I really wanted. It wasn't necessarily an unreasonable pay. It's just, I think I, I wish I would have asked because the worst they could have done was explain it to me. And I could have been like, okay. And the best that could have happened is they could have upped it. So I think just be feeling confident enough to like ask questions. I really don't think anyone is going to like not hire you after giving you an offer because you ask a question about your salary. I would hope. And I always think too, like if someone doesn't want me to work for them because I asked a question in a nice professional way, then I probably don't want to work there anyway. Really good point. Really good. I think the other point that you made is also something that's on top of a lot of folks' mind. Like just what is the range I should be asking for? There are (laughs) sites like Blind, et cetera, LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. where you can kind of get some estimates. But I, I feel like Blind is kind of really focused on engineering. That's um, what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. So focus on that. Unless you're having these type of discussions with people in your field, which can be really hard given yeah. how taboo money is, mm-hmm. it, it's been hard to get those numbers. Yeah, definitely. Have you thought sort of more about like total comp, RSUs, sort of base and all of those? So I'm actually a CW, so I don't get RSUs, but I do try to think I have 401k plan. I have all that kind of stuff. So I do try to plan like total comp that way. Mm. 
That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Advice that I was given, which was helpful, is always be looking, regardless of how content you are at your job, at least to keep your interviewing skills fresh and sort of get a check on how valuable it, it, that that's a very crude word, but <laughs> how valuable you are in the market. Yeah. So it's been on my mind as well in terms of with all the economic factors, what, what are the changes that you can expect in the job market? Yeah. And I think that's, especially with like all the layoffs going on, I think like always be looking has been really on my mind because you just never know. Like, like it can't hurt to just know what's out there. Yeah. And also just to know what opportunities are out there, not, not just the salary. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Sorry. I wrote down a question and I can't read my handwriting. (laughs) (laughs) happens to me too. Do you have any holiday plans? I'm taking an impromptu trip to Europe. Ooh, nice. It's been quite a year and I haven't had a chance to take any vacations this year. So yeah, take a vacation. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. One thing I'm realizing is um, hotels right before uh, the holidays start, they're so much cheaper. So... (laughs) Good I guess time. that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and the other thing that I tried for the first time is buying airline tickets with credit card points. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how'd that go? It was a whole new world. I had my friend walking me through the steps and it's it's like, wow, it's, it's a whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Would when you- my friend came to visit me last year, she did that and I was like watching her do how to do it and I was like, wow, this is really interesting because I've never done that. So I was like, wow, it really is a whole new world. Totally, which, which, is, which was why when we were talking about cash versus debit versus mm-hmm. credit card, first off, I, I feel like you're doing exactly the right thing. Like you, you need to make sure that your finances are in check. But once mm-hmm. you have that confidence, paying what you would have paid anyway with credit cards and getting those points, especially if you yep. are traveling, I'm realizing it, it, there might be benefits to it. Yeah. <laughs> it was my first foray, so. Yeah, well, that's, uh, so my current credit card, um, the way I have it set it up, I only get like direct cash back, which is still nice, but my partner actually got a new credit card where he gets like these crazy amounts of points. So he'll always, if we go somewhere, he's like, let me pay for it. I'm like, no, 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 because I don't like that. But he's like, no, no, you can Venmo me but I get points. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> and it actually worked out too. I have like a three-year-old iPhone or something. I'm, I tend to use phones until they break, but it's like on the verge of breaking. And then he got like extra double points or something for November. And I got an iPhone 12 for like a hundred dollars. He was like, I'm not going to use these points. Like just take them. So I got like a free iPhone, which is great. Cause I need it. <laughs> Do you think that's going to persuade you to get a points credit card? Yeah, honestly, I had been looking into getting either replacing my credit card because it was supposed to be up soon or just getting another credit card. And then as the economy got got rougher, I kind of just stopped looking at it. It just didn't seem top of mind. But now that I'm everyone I've talked to that has a points credit card really likes it and I'm using my credit card anyway. So I am going to go back to looking into that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One thing that I was told was don't close your old credit card, especially if it has a long history on it. Yeah. 
And if you're paying any membership fees on that credit card and you might not be using it much anymore, maybe mm -hmm. downgrade to something that has no membership fee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's smart. Yeah, because that was kind of, I think, something that made me nervous was like considering closing off that credit card. But I mean, there's not really any reason to get rid of it. So yeah, especially if, if that's your longest history one. Yeah, uh, it definitely is easily. And we, we want to keep your credit score high, especially if you're thinking about mortgages. I'm not sure if prepaid mortgages get re recheck with your credit score. Hmm. I think it said they do like, oh, something like a quote, like cursory check. I don't think it's like a full check, but I'm very proud of my credit score. It's like 793. So they can check all they want. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead. Look at it. <laughs> flaunt, flaunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks. Well, this was awesome, Valerie. I, I really appreciate uh, the candid talk. Oh, yeah, me too. Keep us posted as you try different things. Oh, yeah, 100%. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.